Welcome to A Break From The Grind. I'm your host, Jason, and this is my co-host, George. Say hi to the people, George. Hello! You can't think of anything new to say, can you? No, uh, it's, it's it's hard to say something new every single time. It's it, You had weeks to prepare that. No, I've had longer than weeks. Yeah, I'm you, sorry. You've had weeks to prepare that, and all you came up with is, Hello! Alright. Your homework for next week is to come up with something good. I'll come up with something really good. Hey, I just won free money. That's good. Okay. Uh, today with us on the show is generally aware from the app. His also, his name is uh, Josh. Hey, Josh. Hello. How's it going? Welcome to the show. The show. <laughs> the show. The, the big show. The big <laughs> well, no, 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 no. We, we don't call the, ourselves not, the big show right here. The really big show. <laughs> the not so big show. Yes. So. Yes. This is like the B show. The barely noticed. But the people that notice us like us. That's all that really matters. All right, so uh, we had him. We asked him to come on because basically we didn't have any other guests, <laughs> and George reached yep. out and he was he was able to do it. He has. He said, "I have no life. Let me check with my wife." Wait a sec. I don't have a wife, but I'll pretend I do. She said it was okay, and <laughs> now we're caught up. So in this in this imaginary world where you have a wife, how hot is she? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she's she's pretty good. I mean, I give her a, an eight or nine. It's you know what's bad is in your own imagination you can't score a ten. <laughs> <laughs> like, like well, I, fe- I feel like if I was not married, and my wife's a ten anyway. But if I if I was not married, uh, and I had to say what my wife was, I would say she was a ten. If she's imaginary, then I'm in trouble because I don't know where these kids came from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry about them; they're imaginary as well. You don't have to feed them, oh, bathe them, okay. clothe them. You don't have to do anything with them. Can't you just, if you pretend they're not um, yours, you don't have to pay for them. It sounds like it could be problematic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, so uh, one of the things we want to talk about, because it's coming up at the end of the month, and let's face it, this won't get released till then anyway, is the uh, NFL draft. And we were really looking forward to the draft. Every year, George and I go with a friend of ours and we go watch the first round, at least at a bar. And, and the reason why we only watched the first round is because by about pick seven or eight, all of our teams have already picked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm a Bucks fan. He's a Dolphins fan. We're done. We get we get in, we get out. I don't even get a buzz. <laughs> <laughs> we, our one friend is a Steelers fan, and fuck, waiting till pick 20-something. It's just painful every year. Brutal. Yeah, I'm a Patriots fan, so I, I usually don't check it until Jason, late favorite. in the night. Hit that hang-up button over there. You've got the hang-up button. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, George actually has the hang-up button. I, I do. I do. I have the power to hang up. I wouldn't do it, but I do. I, I made sure not to let that out until I was actually on. Yeah, I, I'm just now finding this out, but that's okay. Yeah. That's all right. I think I was one of the few people in the world rooting for you uh, this last Super Bowl. That didn't go well for me, but... It was, it, was one yeah. of those, it was one of those things where I didn't know who to root for. It's like rooting for two bad... Just terrible, terrible teams. I mean, if anyone could get people to root for the Patriots, it would be the Eagles. And and, and they couldn't do it. That's the problem. Yeah, they're, they still couldn't do they it. They still couldn't do I it. I could not root for the Patriots. Listen, I'm from New England, okay? Well, that's different for you. You know, that's different. I'm talking about someone who had no uh, stake in the game. You know, you're, you're a division rival. Yes, but I'm from New England. My whole family lives in New England for and, the and most that makes part. It better? 
No, no. So it makes it worse. It, it, it should make it worse. His, whatever it justification, make it easier whatever, for me to root for no, them. Just whatever for that justification reason. he's blah 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 on about ha- rooting for the opposite team as your whole family makes that other team way worse for you because yeah. you have to listen to them, especially when they're like the best dynasty in NFL history. Like I'm sure you've had to deal with that for almost for more than a decade. Oh, absolutely. But it's it's okay. I can tolerate it though because I can always point back to the fact that we beat them once a year. So no matter how bad Miami is, we normally beat New England once a year. But, but what does that get you? It, it gets a little you, bit of self gratification. Is what it, it gets. It me. gets you a worse pick in the NFL draft this every is, year. This is true. This is true. I mean, listen. You know what I would. You know what I would do to be able to go back in time and watch the Bucks lose against the Saints, so they get the fourth or fifth pick instead of the fucking seventh pick this year. <laughs> you know what I would do to to be like in the conversation for one of the three guys I really care about instead of like deciding between some mediocre cornerbacks. So, I'm realizing, and yes, I do know that because we've had many, many discussions about who your team's actually going to draft. Yeah, I got a question, uh, Josh. Yes. So knowing that you're a New England fan, that actually explains the whole why you wouldn't trade me Brandon Cooks earlier today. No, no, the shitty deal you offered him explains <laughs> why you wouldn't trade Brandon you Cooks. Didn't, you didn't hear the whole deal. I, <laughs> I, it was a fucking blockbuster. Yeah, well. <laughs> oh my! No, yeah. actually, I have no problem, and I usually I'm not biased as far as trying to own Patriot players at all when it comes to fantasy. If anything, I'm against. Um, I just legitimately like Brandon Cooks, especially since I thought with what he did there last year, he was only going to get better, that that was going to be his floor this year. Uh, and I agree. That's why I, I, I've been targeting him. Listen, that deal was yeah. blockbuster in the way it shut down when Netflix happened. <laughs> so if, if you're wondering what the deal was. It was awful. It was, and that's it, all we I, have to I, say. No, about gonna, it. I'll, I'll throw the whole deal out there. I don't care. I completely lowballed him. On the offer, I got Jordan's first offer. It was my first offer, and my first offers are normally terrible. And I'm always willing to come up, but I'm not going to start at the top and try to work my way down on a trade. I'll start at the bottom, and I might meet you in the middle somewhere. You should probably start in the middle so so they actually give you a chance to make a second offer. It was a two quarterback league, yeah. So that I took that into account with my offer. I looked at his quarterbacks, who Josh will tell you his quarterbacks are trash. So yeah. I took that into account as well. Um, I offered him Eli Manning, starting quarterback, better than well two of his starters. He's got Tannehill, no. McCown, and who's your other quarterback? That's actually do uh, half decent. Rivers? Rivers, Rivers, yeah. So I would say Eli's better than both McCown and Tannehill. So that's an upgrade. And then McCown was performing better than Eli for much of last season. Uh, I, Eli I, had no wide receivers last season. He lost four, three or four wide receivers in a one-week period. So I'm going to be the judge on this, and not, uh, this isn't saying the trade's worth doing, but what I am going to say is the Jets didn't trade up like to take a running back. They're taking a quarterback, and McCown's... Exactly. McCown's, McCown's not long for that starting exactly. position. And that was another oh, thing I... one-year rental, absolutely. Po- so, possibly. He so, might not make it the whole year, depending on what they do there. But it was uh, Eli Manning, and uh, I, I gave him, he thought it was for both, but it was actually one or the <laughs> other, either Matt Collins, who's got a lot of upside in Philadelphia, or uh, Chris Hogan, who right now has 
just gained a lot of a lot of value in New England with them shipping Brandon Cooks out. Yeah, but he didn't know that at the time. He either. did not. He did not. And then coming back to me was Brandon Cooks and Josh McCown. And again, I knew McCown wasn't long in the tooth for this next coming year, which I was willing to deal with. That's fine. As long as they keep him as a starter long enough to get me through a bye week or two. So I am going to say that is a god-awful trade, whether it's both or single. Now, I like Chris Hogan. I had Chris Hogan. However, after yeah. injury, he never did anything again. So we'll have to see how how well he has healed and if he can work his way back into that offense. I think he can. With Brandon Cooks gone, I think Hogan is not a bad start, not a bad player. But he's not worth giving up Brandon Cooks over. And then Eli Manning... While we can say Josh McCown is likely to lose his job before... And Tannehill possibly could, too, depending if Miami drafts Baker Mayfield. But I will... Which is who I want them to draft. By but I would also say Eli is very... I mean, Eli lost his job for a game last year. They could draft feasibly at number two. I would suggest... If if I were their GM, I would be looking seriously at drafting a quarterback in their position. I, I, would, I would, too, but I don't think they're going to. So... Manning's not a long-term solution either. I think. No, I, and is. I and I told I I told Josh when I sent him to trade it that I was totally trying to buy low. Um, I was thinking with the return of uh, Julian Edelman, plus you know upgrade at quarterback, maybe he'd be a little bit lower on Cooks than what his true value was. Not going into the trade, not knowing a he was a Patriots fan. Because hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't have even asked if I'd have known. Well, listen, who his team I, was. I, I'm a Bucks fan. I would trade any Buccaneers for the right deal. I don't care. I don't hold any, and I I don't. Josh can say the same thing. I think he did already say he's not holding like Brandon Cooks or wasn't holding Brandon Cooks is any better or worse because he's a Patriots fan. It's more about like make the right deal and not a shitty deal, and then we can talk about Brandon Cooks. Yeah, well, but to George's point, as a Patriots fan, that's the only reason I had maybe more knowledge and maybe someone else would about the situation to evaluate that his value was more than that. A lot of outside people might be caught off guard like he, like he was hoping I would be. Yeah. I, I, I was, I, I, I mean, I told you I was totally trying to buy low. I didn't know, like I said, I didn't know you were a Patriots fan, so I didn't know how much you knew about their situation. Yeah. And I was hoping with the return of, of uh, Edelman and everything that, been going on over there maybe you would be a little lower on cooks than you were i mean i was yeah. totally upfront about that after you you said no right I, I, basically, <laughs> I basically explained the whole reason you're like oh shoot yes that's all right yeah and, and, and i said i literally agree with everything you just said which was why i was trying to buy him <laughs> so what's i don't it? think patriots have done either though because they've had uh like jordan matthews in there recently on monday yep so that, that's a possibility well you know george and i talked so the Giants, um, the Giants' starting point for trade with Odell Beckham Jr. is two firsts. Yep. And now the Patriots now. have them. Patriots need a lot of pieces, uh, linebacker, left tackle, that kind of thing too. So, well, yeah, they need that every year though, and they find it. You know, they're not afraid yeah. to trade a first round pick. So, Solder but, went to the Giants though. Yeah. Yeah. I like I said, I still it be uh. They have two later first round picks, so I don't see anybody like the Browns trading two first rounders. Yeah, I seen for Odell some, Beckham. I seen somebody on Twitter saying, "Would the Browns trade their first and fourth 
Oh, that would be for Odell Beckham and the Giants' first round pick, and I'm like, ooh, I don't think so. So, so basically, you're taking. So I don't hate that trade, honestly. I don't, from the Browns' point of view, because first of all, you're Browns football, so whatever quarterback you take first overall is going to be the wrong one. So let the Giants <laughs> make the mistake, and then you can take the second one. To be to be honest. I think the Browns should go out and shock the world and not even draft a quarterback. Uh, they're going to draft I, a quarterback. Agreed. So, but um, I don't hate that trade because whoever they take, they'll take a quarterback number two. They'll get one of their picks of the top two. So, assuming they don't think there's a drastic difference between the top two prospects, and then you get a guaranteed stud of a wide receiver for a fourth pick that would have been... Maybe Barkley, but possibly, I don't know. They're talking about maybe them taking a cornerback there. No, I, I agree. It's not a bad deal because you still get your quarterback. I don't think they're looking at the same quarterback unless they both want Darnold. I just hope they don't take Josh Allen. The only the only reason I say they don't do it is because they don't necessarily need another, another wide receiver. And they right. definitely don't need a wide receiver that's going to make what Odell makes. So that's the only reason why I don't think that. I don't think they... Not if if they hadn't gotten Landry or you know if Gordon was still smoking weed, maybe they consider it. But so that would they, be their third wide receiver that becomes a free agent next year. Is right. it is it their third or isn't Corey Coleman Gordon? Gordon's uh, are, maybe I think Coleman it's might I, I think be, it'd be all four because I think Corey Coleman's a is a restricted because he's on his rookie deal. He'll have an option. Yes. Yep. Uh, Josh Gordon just signed a one year deal. Landry's on the uh, franchise tag. I thought I thought Landry didn't they no, sign Landry still, to contract? He, nope, nope. He's sixteen million one year. He's on his franchise. They didn't resign him to a new contract yet. So I think their entire wide receiver core that would be free agents next year. Which yeah, I grabbed Corey Coleman pretty late in another startup because everyone it was uh, that draft went into the free agency, and so it was after all the Landry trade and everything. So he fell way down, and I grabbed him because. If he sits on my bench for a year, who knows? Yeah, no, he's definitely worth stashing. What are you looking up, Jason? I was just—I was seeing if there's any even any talk with uh, with no. Landry and and the Browns. I'm telling fan. you, I'm a closet Brown fan. Okay, <laughs> I like the Browns. I don't—I like them going back to last year. You know that. You Why do you hate two terrible teams or like two terrible teams? <laughs> I like to see the little guy win. I like to he's see a that. Kissed. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh, like if it was just one team, I'd understand, but now it's both. Listen, I rooted, I rooted for them to have a perfect season. One is almost an average team, almost average. The Dolphins, they're almost average, and then that's the perfect description. <laughs> it is, Dolphins. isn't it? <laughs> Listen, they're just good enough not to suck. Okay, <laughs> and this year they might even suck. But if they suck and the Browns don't. I still like one almost average team and one really crappy team. Yeah, I just That's like a problem. I just they like a crappy team. Suck. M- most of my teams I like though are terrible teams. Seriously. So Dolphins terrible. Eh, they're almost average. The Browns, they're terrible. The Magic, they're terrible. The Hurricanes, they're terrible. The Red Sox, they're good. Well, the Hurricanes are the only good team I like. Hurricanes were almost average. No, they, were, they were they were pretty good. Yeah. They were pretty good. They need a quarterback. Um, Man, you're all over the map. Yeah, I'm a Bucks Magic 
I think that's about it. I don't. Even, so I'm a Rays fan, but I don't follow baseball, so I don't really consider myself a Rays fan per se. And when they're good, I'll, at least, I'll root for them. At least you're in the state. Yeah, I'm in the state. I, I just like two teams <laughs> from Browns like, and Red Sox. Well, okay. The Browns thing has only been like the last couple of years, right? That that I just started he's, like he's rooting for the losers. I am. I I, I I I. It's like the Cubs, the lovable losers. People like them because they're lovable losers. Same thing. I, I'm the same way with the Browns. I'm, they're my lovable losers. See, I don't think people like the Cubs because they were lovable losers. I think a lot of people like the Cubs. They always were cheering for the Cubs to win because they wanted to see them win. So I think people cheered for the Cubs because it was one of the only teams people could see them play across the country. Like WGN is in almost the, every market. So yep. So you could watch a Cubs game no matter what. That's true. But same thing with the Braves. And when the Braves were terrible, you didn't see people cheering for them just because they could watch them. That's because they were good recently. That's true. But more people are cheering for the Browns because they're – or not the Browns, I'm sorry, the Cubs because they've been historically a terrible team and something like 100 years without winning a championship. I mean, it gets to the point where you're cheering for them just to see them win. Oh, yeah, well – the race have never won a championship. People need to start cheering for those guys. Well, I mean, the Marlins won a couple of them. That doesn't count. I'm sure it's it does. Tampa. <laughs> it's Florida. All right. So, knowing that you're a Patriots fan and uh, the top of the draft never really applies to you. <laughs> Normally, the first round doesn't apply to you. Yeah. It's either you got your pick lost because you guys cheat so damn much, or you trade it. Uh, so, let's talk about the top of the draft Josh, how do you see the top of the draft going for the NFL? Who do you think? So we th- we all think I think we all think that Cleveland takes a quarterback, right? Number one. Yeah, yeah. The question is, which one is the wrong one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, there's Whichever, like there's whichever a, one Cleveland picks. There, there's a small <laughs> I'm going the other. I'm coming at it from the other way. <laughs> no, my so my point has always been. Uh, Tom Brady was a six-round pick, and and we he's obviously one of the best of all time. But if Cleveland had drafted him in the second round, we'd never know his name. Just I, minus the fact that he might be on like the Big Ten Network, you know, calling Michigan games. Leave Tim Tebow alone. <laughs> um, and it's not that he's not a good quarterback. It's just he'd go into a situation that was god awful with talent around him that's god-awful and nothing to work with to make him what he is. So we just he'd just be another throwaway quarterback who had talent until he hurt himself behind a shitty line. Yeah, it's always hard to say uh, where these players land and the chances they get. So I've heard a lot of things. It sounds like it's between Darnold and, and Mayfield, I think. But... What I saw some reports saying a friend of Dorsey was saying they wanted to go with Allen, but I think they were just putting that out to test the water and see the reaction is. I don't, I don't buy it. I've actually seen a handful of mock drafts that have Allen going first, which again would be a Cleveland Brown thing to do. Yeah, never Josh Allen. I, I mean, I, yes, yes, hashtag no, never Josh Allen. I think that is that would be the wrong pick. I so don't. sure, they might do it, but <laughs> that's the I'm absolute wrong pick. They're gonna do it. I'm thinking it's going to be Darnold, though. But I would like we'll to see, see Darnold go there. I think he's the safest. Of With all- Tyrod being there, that kind of led me to believe they were willing to take on a project. He's the most, of all of them right now, he needs the most uh, time. So 
I think he can end up being like a Philip Rivers if they give him the time, let him sit for a year or so, and not just throw him right into the fire. I could see him being like a Philip Rivers type quarterback. All right, so number two with the Giants. Now they have, I think they have needs all over the place. They'd be smart to trade back, but they really, really would. There's a lot of quarterback hungry teams. the The problem with them trading back is, I don't think anybody's going to give them the price that they're going to want. Oh, I think everybody. I mean, unless I, unless unless the Browns come out and do something stupid, like maybe take a kicker in the second round. Um, unless the Browns come out and do something stupid, I don't. Well, listen, I don't see anybody so, trading up. I mean, the Browns would have to come out and take Bradley Chubb no, first overall. No, because listen, so we just talked about we're not sure which of the two top quarterbacks you would take number one overall. Oh, I know which that, one I take number That one means overall. the second overall is still there. Now, to me, I think the Giants should take a quarterback here only because you're hoping as a team never to be like the first or second pick, and especially in a quarterback-heavy draft, uh, you're number two overall basically because you know the Browns are going to pick their own quarterback. You have your choice of the right quarterbacks. So if it were me, I'd take, as the Giants, I'd take a quarterback here. A lot of mocks have them taking Bradley Chubb. Yeah, that's the one I'm looking at right now by they, uh, CBS. They, not CBS, uh, they, NBC. They do need to replace, you know, Jason Deere. Jason. Pierre Paul. Pierre Paul. Blah. So I, I can see him taking a defensive end, and he is a stud. But uh, if it were me and, and I were them, I would take a quarterback. Yeah, to me, if you're in the top. I mean, it depends on how many quarterback prospects there are. But if you're in the top three of the NFL draft and you're not taking a quarterback, you're doing it wrong. So I agree. Well, and, and listen, you if you if you're in the top and you have a quarterback, so let's say the Colts, they have a quarterback. They assume he's going to be healthy. I would yep. love to see Miami trade up with them if Baker Mayfield is still there at six. I absolutely would love that. So, but most mocks have them taking Chubb. I can understand it. He's he's good talent. Um, the Giants obviously are taking a quarterback. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they don't trade up to to take you know a cornerback or a safety or a running back. They they traded what they traded to. You mean the Jets? Yeah. Okay, because you said the Giants. Oh yeah. So the so the Jets are taking a quarterback here. <laughs> what yeah, are, if the what? Giants. If this scenario happens where the Browns take Darnold and the Giants really wanted Darnold, I could see the Giants, if they're not going to take a quarterback because they didn't get the one they wanted, I could see them trying to trade back with someone like the Broncos who want to get ahead of the Jets. Yep. And they're only three picks down. I could see that happening as well. It would be good for the Broncos. And like I was telling Jason earlier, they signed Case Keenum, but he's a 29-year-old quarterback who's coming off the best season he's ever had he's a bridge yeah so he's not their future for sure i mean give them a if the broncos could get their hands on you know josh allen let's say because we'll assume or josh rosen rather if they can get their hands yes. on him the broncos would be set for the future at, at the position let him learn for a year maybe two years under keenum because that's as long as keenum's contract is only two years then mm-hmm. the broncos can let Keenan go, and they got a plug-and-play starter. So as it stands now, we have number one quarterback, number three quarterback. Yeah, number two should be a quarterback as well. But, I mean, listen, they're – again, the Giants are, are the wild card in all of this because they could go defensive end. 
They can go quarterback or they can go running back. So what do you uh, think? What, what do you think Cleveland does it for? That's one that's that intrigues me too because they we all think they're going quarterback to pick the guy they want. Well, there's only about four. There, are, do we agree that there's four quarterbacks that are worthy, at least in NFL's perception, of going one, two, three, four? Well, the, so right? there's, there's Darnold, well, there's Darnold, Mayfield. there's Allen, Rosen, there's Mayfield. I'm going to throw Lamar Jackson in there. I think that kid yeah. is. I think that kid but, is really. Yeah, good. but he's not top ten. Like he, he won't. He's he's top twenty. He's not top ten. So he could be top ten, but not he, first four is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, he's not cracking those top four. Well, so it won't be top four only unless unless Cleveland trades out, which is definitely possible too. Yeah, they could they could trade back like you said with Bron- uh, They could trade with Denver. Uh, maybe Buffalo. Buffalo needs well, what a quarterback I was trying too. to say exactly is counting the teams who want quarterbacks. There's there's, there's the Browns, like seven teams: the Giants, the Jets, the Bills, the Broncos, the Dolphins, and maybe the, the Dolphins. Right? I would throw the Dolphins in there. We need a quarterback. So it's at least five, if not six, teams that want to get in the top four. I'd love to see four quarterbacks go in the first five picks. <laughs> Yeah, it should, and I think that's what the Giants are waiting to see who gets taken with the one. And if the guy they want falls, they get him. Otherwise, they have three teams to to pit against each other. Yep. To trade up. So, as a Bucks fan, because I'm just going to skip to seven. As a Bucks fan, <laughs> I would take Chubb, although the need for that's diminished with their third round trade for Jason Pierre-Paul. So the actual need for that, though, if he if he did fall to seven, it'd be hard not to take him. I would love Barkley, love to get my hands on Barkley, uh, and then I would take uh, the guard Nelson. Those are the three I really want, and I think it's not going to shake out where any of them are available because I don't think quarterbacks go. I don't think top the top four quarterbacks go before seven. I think you get three quarterbacks in the top seven. That's that's kind of what I was thinking, too. I think it, we're going to end up with three. But the question between George and I came up, would you take a guard in the top seven, top ten? Well, what I told George when he asked me six hours ago if I wanted to be on tonight <laughs> was I'm not an expert. Um, my whole stance is I'm an anti-expert, like, I try. None of my opinions are my own. I stole them from everybody else. So I just pick up and put together all the pieces that I gather. And from what I'm gathering, yeah, Quentin Nelson is is being rated as one of, if not the, the best player in the entire draft, if you go by you know position. So I could easily see that. I could easily see. So he was my argument against it. And I actually did a little research today. Very little. Very little. But I actually did some, which is more than normal. <laughs> Going back to 2000, how many how many guards do you think have been drafted in the top 15 picks since 2000? Maybe two. Correct. Right? You nailed it. 2001, Arizona Cardinals drafted, I don't remember the guard's name, but they took him number two overall. And in 2011, Tennessee took a guard at number 10 overall. Other than that, there hasn't been, there's only been two since 2000. There's no way I could justify 
unless he's a an absolute generational talent. And I don't believe. Listen, I believe Quentin Nelson is very good. I don't believe he's a generational talent. I can't spend a top seven pick on on a guard. If he was a left tackle, no problem. If he was a right, right tackle, I I wouldn't even have a, a big of an issue with that. If he was a center, the center is the coach for the line. He sets the pace for all the linemen. So I don't really even have an issue with that. But for a guard, I just couldn't do it. Yeah, no, I hear you. You're talking about taking it at seven with Tampa Bay then? Yeah, yeah Jason wants. I would. Jason's so- saying if he, if the three players he wants for his team is either, and I'm assuming it's going to go in this order, he would want either Barkley first. Yeah. Second would be Nelson, and third would be Micah Fitzpatrick. No, it was uh, it's actually Chubb. I so Chubb, I think, is such a good talent that I would take him as a young guy, even though I think we shored up our defensive end. So I like Fitzpatrick. He's fourth. Okay. So it, I, for, I, did, I wasn't including Chubb because a the need. He's no not going to be there. there. Well, he won't be there, and the need's no longer there with you guys getting but, Jason Pierre-Paul. So so my top three guys before we got Pierre-Paul from just reading up on the draft and where these guys are talent wise was Barkley one. I've always said Chubb two, although like late it's like one a and one B. So early Mox had him dropping down into the seven area, but you know, lately he's been up in the, in the two with, with the giants. Um, and then the third guy is Nelson. And I, so I don't watch a ton of football, but I watched a lot of this Notre Dame, like just because he's been mocked to us so much. I've watched a lot of his highlights and lowlights, and there's not a lot of lowlights, but I've watched a lot of his play, and the style guard he is is just nasty. So then I just read a whole bunch about him and like his attitude and his strengths, his what they say are weaknesses, but there aren't very nobody lists very many. Um and then guys saying like he's he's generational talent at his position. The thing that I argue with George about is guard used to be a very undervalued position in the league, but the last major contracts for guards, free agent talent wise, have been huge. The guard position is getting to be like a tackle position in if you have a good one, you have to pay them a lot. So if you can get a rookie on a four-year and then option on a fifth-year deal at a rookie rate and you shore up your whole offensive line, I'm down for doing that. Especially with a guy that's considered, like you said, probably the best player in the in the draft and the only reason he's not going higher is because he is a guard. Yeah, and, and I'm not ruling out Barkley falling to six or seven either. I know you guys kind of skipped past that. but Well, listen, if Barkley goes to seven, me. if Barkley goes to seven, I... I really want a flashy player. Like I'd love to get Barkley on Tampa because one of the things we we lack is a running game. That home run from the running game. You had Doug yep. Martin last year. Yeah, you well, told me he was going to be awesome. No, I did not. You, you told I literally me. told you on this show that I don't know why people are drafting him and holding him because I thought he was going to be terrible when he came back. Yeah. And he had a decent game when he came back the first time, at least fantasy wise. He ended up with like twelve or thirteen or fourteen points, and people wanted to, yeah, and people wanted to hold him just a little bit longer. And I said, "You better get rid of him because he's fool's gold." That that was sell, sell, sell right then. Yep, absolutely. And so I, I was not a Doug Martin fan going into last year. 
I am not a uh, Jacquez Rogers fan. Uh, they got a guy, Peyton Barber, who is a good. He's he's just a guy. He's just a guy. He's gonna get. Yeah, I you. like Peyton Barber, but I, he's not. Right, he's not the answer. He's a good. Hey, my my main running back's tired. Let's throw Peyton Barber in for a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If Barkley falls to seven, you have to take him. Like have to. I listen. If if Nelson I, or Barkley. So let's say Nelson goes like on the mock I'm looking at. They got Nelson going number five to Denver, which Denver does need a lineman. That would leave Barkley, and Barkley's not getting past Indianapolis. So I don't know. Uh, Unless they trade yeah, back, people- they're not. The Colts will take Barkley if he's there. That unless they trade back. So listen, the Colts to me need a running back, but I don't know that they need a first round running back because they like what. They like the rookie they got last year in Mac. Yeah, but they you're... have enough second round kind of picks now. They could easily they they would be wise, I think, to target one of the the next tier of running backs and grab a defensive player at six. Right. So that's and that's my argument for them not taking a running back. They have what three second round picks now. Yeah. So, uh, and one of them is is pretty high. Well, yeah. they're all pretty high, but they're all, they're all pretty high. So, so you yeah. the the drop off in running backs from listen, Shaquan Shaquan Barkley is super high. Don't get me wrong. So, so there is a drop off, but the drop off between talent at running back is a lot lower than some of these defensive positions, linebacker, cornerback, safety. I agree, but when you when you're taking a position of need, and you got yourself staring at the in you in the face, literally a generational talent in Barkley, and he is a generational talent. You take him. Yeah, well. You, it's a position of need. Yep. He's a generational talent. You take him. I agree. If you can pair Mac with someone like like Nick Chubb. That would actually be a good pairing. A lot of and a lot of drafts don't have Nick Chubb making it to the second round, though. Not to the second that's round. True. To the, that's true. To the, the, oh, yeah, Being yeah, taken first. at the end of the first. Yeah. So yep. that's what I'm saying. You're 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 literally looking at Darius Geis is probably going to be drafted in the back end of the first. Nick Chubb's probably going to be taken in the back end of the first. So the drop off, while it's the next guy is listen, the next guy is probably about the level of a spent not a Spencer Ware, but a, a Kareem Hunt from last year. I'll say uh, Geis comparing him a little bit to Kareem Hunt is about that level. So no, the drop off is not high. But Kareem Hunt's not a generational talent. Shaquan Barkley is. Yeah, I don't know. I, like I said, I I'm hoping they don't take him because I could use. I would love to see him in Tampa. But well, what uh, else do you know? Your team better than me. What else are the needs for Buccaneers? Well, quarterback. <laughs> we we need a corner. Like our after we have Vernon Hargraves who hasn't panned out. You guys need a safety. We have Grimes, who hasn't, who's okay. He's actually a good player, but he's on a one-year deal. He's on a one-year deal. We're not going to throw him out there another year. So we need a corner. We could definitely use a safety. Although I could argue safety at that. There's not a safety in this draft that deserves a top ten pick either. You don't think Fitzpatrick does? He's a corner. Mm, He's a safety. Fitzpatrick's a corner. I'm looking at it right here. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Micah Fitzpatrick, School, Alabama, position safety. I'm looking at it right here. They don't have him taking 
It says uh, Michael Fitzpatrick's potential at safety or cornerback could be transformative for the Bucks defense. Yeah, so, so he lo- could play both. I'm looking. They at- have it listed right here as a safety. Well, he was a- so he was a corner in college. Uh, most yeah. mocks that I've seen have him playing corner. This one has him going to Green Bay at 14, which I don't understand. But <laughs> have you seen the Green Bay defense? No, no, no. They, I'm saying that, <laughs> I'm not saying they don't need him. I just don't see him. I don't know why he's falling out of the top 10. Uh, need. That's why positional needs. Uh, well, the point I was going to go with there is, uh, as far as net value to your team, I could see the argument of taking Nelson, Quinn Nelson, and getting one of those. Le- sure, it's a lesser running back. But you, in some ways, have upgraded him by upgrading your line, plus all the other ways that that guard upgrades your team for your quarterback and so on. Well, yeah. So I am a fan of ta- well. Okay, so if if Nelson and Barkley are still there, I take Barkley instead of Nelson. Of course, Barkley is because, a generational be, talent. Because well, listen, Nelson is a generational talent too. He's not a generational talent. Listen, there are people. Whatever. I'm not arguing this with you again. You don't. You have no idea. Okay. So there's a reason why only two guards have been taken in the last twenty years, and this guy's actually being talked about being taken in the top ten, possibly the top five. It's because people think he's a generational talent. No, they think he's a very good, very good guard, and the teams are talking about taking him. Need offensive linemen, and I get that, and I'm fine with that. He's not a generational talent, though. Anyway. So if but if it came down to the two, I would take a running back because a good running back, a really good running back can run behind a shitty line and make a shitty line look good. See Adrian Peterson. Right. Well, and, and again that that boils down to generational talent. Mm-hmm. See so let's say Leonard Fournette cuz the Jags offensive line wasn't great before he showed up. No, but they this were pretty worthy. good. This is where the like analytic side of me comes out because I say no, I, I don't buy into it. I know I know what you're saying, but I mean you use the Vikings for an example. Adrian Peterson was was wasted essentially because it's it's not a it's a it's a passing league and your your points added for running the ball are not as great as for when you throw the ball. So you need to invest in your team in ways that upgrade your passing attack and your running just needs to be good enough. You don't need a running back that can, can do these amazing plays every now and then you need a good running back with a good offensive line who helps your passing game too. So I'd argue if you do it popular, but I would take Nelson and take another, the first the best running back available next. So I would, I think I'd argue that in the absence of a good running back, the absence of a good running back to keep defensive defenses honest is worse than having a mediocre guard, which Tampa has at that position, a mediocre, but not awful guard. I would take a mediocre guard and a great running back over a great over a great offensive lineman and mediocre or terrible running backs. I just think so somebody somebody along the and, and listen they wait they wasted Adrian Peterson cuz their quarterback play sucked. You know what I mean? Like you have Well, that wasn't all on them. They they did draft an early quarterback. He just got one of the biggest freak injuries you could you could actually ever get. 
the crime there wasn't necessarily that they wasted Adrian Peterson because they... I didn't mean that they wasted him and what they did. I'm just saying as his excellence was wasted. Oh, absolutely. So what I would say is, I guess it goes both ways, because I see the Rams' success and Jared Goff's success tied directly to how they used Todd Gurley, not the other way around. Todd Gurley's success wasn't because all of a sudden Jared Goff, like, remembered how to play football. Like, they used Todd Gurley in a way that made it hard for defenses not to pay attention to Todd Gurley, so it opened things up for Jared Goff. So no, that, that's probably the best argument you can make. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, that, that's yeah. You know, so I I think it goes honestly. I think it goes both way, and I don't think you'd have an issue taking either one if I had my choice. Um, I'm tired of like as Tampa to like taking the safe pick, going like I'm gonna take Nelson because he's gonna be a solid starter for you know solid offensive guard for you know however many years when there are flashier, better players on the board. Like we've done it, bef- we've done it for years, where we've taken the safer pick and not gotten the guy who, who could be flashy. <laughs> I've seen the Patriots do it for years too. So I, and well, listen, you when see you, how their running backs are. But when you win, it's okay. <laughs> when you're an awful team, at least you have a really good player you can root for every year. Well, you got a generational talent at quarterback in the Patriots as well, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I remember when everyone wanted all the Patriot fans were excited because it looked like um, Mark Ingram was going to fall to us. And then th- they were a little perturbed that they traded back um, with the Saints. Well, I mean, listen. Those picks became like Malcolm Butler and Chandler Jones. Yep. So, you know, it's it's a more of a long-term view. And, so and a backup up getting, corner and, uh, and then Malcolm No, Jones. not Malcolm Butler. Uh, not Malcolm Butler, sorry. He wasn't drafted high enough to be <laughs> be that. Right. It would have been, I think it was like McCourty, actually, or something like that. But, but what you're saying is they got two really good, really good yes. players in return. And yeah. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know more, or Jason, or you know more than what the uh, these teams actually know. They do a hell of a lot more research. I mean, they have guys go out and talk to these people. They, they are in inside the organization so the organization knows what's best for them i'm not gonna say pretend what i say is probably best for them i would like to pretend it is and i'm pretty good at madden but i mean the organizations when when teams trade back or trade up as much as i give jason a hard time for his bucks trading up for a kicker you know at the time the bucks thought hey we're going to get this kicker and we will be set at the position for the next 15 to 20 years yeah i don't care about that Uh, that you can say – so there are positions where I would say, okay, if you can set yourself up for 10 or 15 years like guard, where even though you might not get first-round guards or high first-round pick guards, there are first-round guards, there are second-round guards, there's third-round guards. When the best players in the history of the sport, when like the top 15 of the best of all time of that position – was either a seven-round pick or undrafted, and only one was picked anywhere but that, which was Sebastian Janikowski, there's no reason to go up to two to get any fucking kicker. Listen, I was using the kicker as <laughs> just as an example. I'm not sitting here saying everybody should trade up for a fucking kicker. So I, I but I don't even buy like the idea of, of why they would think to do that because th- nobody was taking him before the fifth or sixth round. 
take a flyer on him in the fourth. You know? I, I don't think he would have been there in the fourth. I honestly don't think. Then you don't get him. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and listen, and listen, I'm absolutely fine with that. And I, yep. it will always give me the opportunity to make fun of Jason because his team traded up for a kicker. So, yeah. I mean, so, I can o- I'll always have that in my back pocket. Listen, trading up for a kicker isn't the problem. Trading up in the second round to get him is the problem. Exactly. And yeah, that, yeah, I, yeah. I will always have that in my back pocket to, to make fun of you with. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend like, let's say uh, they trade up and they took a a cornerback. Okay. And the cornerback ended up being a bust. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I knew that that, that that was a stupid move for them to do because I don't know what their organization was thinking. No, I know what they're thinking. They're thinking Shaquan Barkley needs to fall to us. Well, I mean, I'm sure they would love that position. It's going to be hard to screw up because I, I do think oh, don't, 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 or Nelson listen, don't, are going to fall to him. Don't put that past Tampa. I honestly don't think. I, I didn't say they couldn't. I said it would be hard. <laughs> I actually don't think. I, so unless there are trades and four quarterbacks go off the the in the top five, but even if what let's say four quarterbacks go and then you got five, six, and seven, so one of them may fall. But I I, I honestly don't see. I see three quarterbacks going. I think I see three quarterbacks going in the first four picks. And I think. <laughs> If a quarterback falls there, do the Dolphins want to trade up? Oh my you know, god! I, kind of I, I it, depending on the quarterback, I hope they do. Listen, if if my, if Dolphins had the number one overall pick, I would be over the moon if they drafted Baker Mayfield with the number one overall. But pick. But listen, t- so Tampa, the only reason the Dolphins trade up is if they are afraid that somebody else is going to trade up because between Tampa and uh, between Tampa and Miami, there are no. Quarterback hungry teams. Uh, yeah, the Raiders. The rate. <laughs> John Gruden doesn't like rookie young quarterbacks. He likes old, has been reclamation projects. This is true. Yeah. So I think. So the, the, only the problem there's, the, there's, there's nobody between there. them. The problem is, is directly behind them. There is. Yeah. So the only reason is number twelve with the Bills. The only reason the Dolphins make that trade. Is if we think the Bills are trading up if to, you to think, grab them. Right. But anyway, that that, that that's So that's our draft. draft. That's yeah. our draft talk. I, I think uh, for three guys that don't know a whole lot about college sports, we did okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I know? I know NFL. And, and uh, when I see that Tampa is going to end up with Fitzpatrick instead of one of the three studs that I want, uh, f- again, because they ended up beating – the saints in a meaningless fucking game i go so apoplectic and the argument is the players on the team last year don't care about the draft this year they want to show out so that they can you know feel good about themselves maybe get a better contract not lose their spot so it's hard to get those guys to like throw a game but we fucking did it to get Jameis. we threw a game no doubt we threw a game uh, the year before we took Jameis winston so like we could have thrown this game too <laughs> what would that have gotten you up to? Uh, let's see. I think we would either be fourth or fifth. What's that? We would have been. We'd uh, have to be fifth or third, right? Fifth or third. Yeah, we would have been fifth. We would have been fifth right before Denver. Yeah. Uh, if you guys yeah. would have won the last if game. We, if we didn't win the last yeah. game against New Orleans. Yeah, we'd have I don't been think fifth. it's a big difference, though, because what's going to go there between. I guess, unless the Colts take Barkley, of course, I guess. Well, so if Chubb. So if. If Chubb goes two, like I've seen, and Nelson goes five, which I've seen, 
and then the Colts take uh, Barkley, like I've seen, then the three guys I really care about are gone, and we're stuck looking at a cornerback, which isn't bad, but there is not like it fills a need. Like I like Fitzpatrick, uh, but there is not a consensus of which is the best safety slash cornerback you could pick in that spot. Now, best case for you guys would be to have that fifth overall pick. So there is where not you're guaranteed to get one of the three guys that, that, that I was actually in. you really want. If we don't get one of those three guys, I would love to see us trade back. I'd love because that means there's still quarterbacks on the board that people like or want. Yep. So there is there is room there to trade and and get a decent yeah. and couple I, draft and, picks. And I wouldn't I wouldn't mind if like I said I'm on record if, I wouldn't mind if Miami traded up as long as the quarterback we're taking is Baker Mayfield. I, I still feel he's the best quarterback in this draft. So how are you going to feel when when they trade uh, Brait and the number seven to the Patriots for for Gronk and the first? Uh, I don't think it will happen. <laughs> yeah, I say I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, we already have. No. So we have OJ. If Howard. they didn't have OJ Howard, eh, maybe. But without with them having OJ Howard, they're, they're not doing that. Plus, it's a lot of um, it's a lot of dead cap money this year if we actually trade because we just signed Brait. So we'd have some dead cap money trading him this year. Yeah, just be like the Dolphins. Don't worry about dead cap. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, can we talk about the Rams for half a damn second? Yes, well, we can. I was going to say that earlier. We haven't really talked about Cooks on the Rams. So let me ask you this. Who has the better offense? Is it the Rams? Is it the Vikings? Or is it the Patriots? Are we going I'm with uh, Patriots. The talent level, or are we going to go with what we think the actual production will be? Production will be. Well, it's hard to say because I don't. Again, I don't think Patriots are done. I mean, I was looking at it. I could easily see them taking. Um, I mean, if DJ Moore is there with one of those picks, I, I bet they're taking him. Oh, probably. He's perfect for them. Yep. I mean, something like that. So I, it's hard to say what they're going to look like now at this point. I mean, you can just say they have Tom Brady. So yes, the Patriots. Jason and I were, were talking earlier, and I told him, I said, I think Cook's going to the Rams. And it's not a big hurt, but I think it hurts the, the production and the value of Gurley just a little bit. I'm going to say no. And and I'm going to say it this way. When I think the coach realized when they go away from Gurley, they lose games. Because they, they went away from Gurley in a, hand, a small handful of games, and in every single one they lost. And he learned down the stretch, give it to Gurley, give it to Gurley, give it to Gurley. All right, now let's pass it a little bit. I don't think it hurts. Uh, I don't think it hurts Gurley that much. I actually think that it helps only because uh, it would just be another weapon on that offense that you have to you have to account for. Yeah, I don't think his volume will change much. Um, he was already due for touchdown regression, so yep. I mean that's not gonna that's not gonna change. So you're really lo- you're really just hoping Cooks is gonna give you. What Watkins was giving you last year? Oh, I think he'll give you. I think he'll give you a lot more than what Watkins was giving you last year. Yeah, I think it's more, but that's that's his floor. Yeah, I mean, last year Watkins had 600 yards and eight touchdowns, which surprised me uh, when I looked that up. I would have guessed he was yeah. closer to 800 yards than 600, but he was because I, I had him in a, in one league and he was saved by the uh, the eight touchdowns. Yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, very not not many catches for. For a lot of yards and touchdowns on the, just a few big plays here and there. Yep. And this hurts Woods more than anyone, I think, overall. Yeah. I, I, I The reason why I think it hurts Gurley a little bit 
is, like you said, a touchdown regression. I don't think he's going to go out and rush for 13 touchdowns again. But I think that was going to happen regardless. regardless. I, I agree. Yep. I agree. I still don't, I don't think he's going to have another two, 2,000 all purpose yard season. I, I, I could see. I, I don't see them giving him, allowing him to touch the ball 330 to 350 times again. Which is how many it took to get him to two over two thousand all-purpose yards last year? Yeah, I don't see them having a problem with that. Because I, I, I think that they have a. I don't think that they want to listen. They're probably a Super Bowl contender. I think they're going to scale back his role just a little. And listen, we're we're not talking a lot, right? We're talking just a little bit to save him. I don't throughout think, the year, yeah, so I, his body doesn't take as much of a beating because. Listen, if there's he's no on the need field, for him to take a beat. So they don't have anybody great to put on the field minus him. They don't need they don't so need anybody put, great. So if they put him on the field and he's not running the ball, he's going to be open in the pass in the pass game. They're going to dump it off to him. That's I mean the the multitude of catches weren't like there were some designed screens, don't get me wrong, but a lot of it was he was open 5 yards down the field and everybody else was covered. And you had a quarterback who wasn't super thrilled with throwing it into coverage. So they threw it to Gurley and he ran for a lot of yards. That's not changing just because as long as he's on the field, even if he's not running, he's going to be a weapon. And with that quarterback, I guarantee you check down is going to be a preferred method. Yep. To Cooper Cup. But they also definitely improved their defense. So they had a lot of close games last year and lost some, like you said. I... To what George was saying, I don't think I think they're envisioning uh, being a contender and winning games and and being ahead in games with a defense that can hold it, hold the lead. So that definitely does open up the possibility of of Gurley not even being on the field as much towards the end of a game. It's possible, yeah, because he doesn't have to be exactly. And and with the addition, I mean, I think we're all. But All then, in agreement that. But again, that doesn't. Brandon Cooks is an upgrade from Sammy Watkins, right? But it, but we're getting away from what George's point was, where he's saying, he's saying Cooks hurts, and that has he, nothing. He is he is an upgrade. He is an upgrade over Sammy Watkins, which that means he will also be used probably a little bit more than what they use Sammy Watkins for. Sammy Watkins had one talent, fly run. That was what he specialized. That was was flies. And Brandon Cooks does too, but he has a better route tree overall than Sammy Watkins. But again, makes I, him a better receiver. Like Josh, like Josh said, I think that hurts the wide receiver more than it hurts the running back. It just does. It hurts. It hurts their other wide receivers more than it it hurts Gurley. The only the only thing they could do to really hurt Gurley's production is draft one of these running backs to spell Gurley every once in a while, and I don't see him doing it. So, yeah, the draft will definitely tell us yes. um, if they take some b- bigger running back, like something equivalent to like a Peyton Barber late in the draft. I don't know, like a Bo Scarborough or something like that. I think they're going to wait see. for Jonathan Stewart to get cut. And then they're going <laughs> to sign Jonathan Stewart to vulture his touchdowns. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, oh, I, get, wow. I get to keep Gurley in the second this year. Nice. Well, my, my opinion on Gurley's decreased – um, production, fantasy point production was already set before the cooks. So you're yep. you're right, Jason. That I don't I don't think cooks really changes anything. I think he either improves the defense to carve out more points than Watkins gets, or he just gets what Watkins got. 
So and and I'm not saying either one of them is as skilled or as good, but it kind of works that way in in Pittsburgh. Le'Veon yes. Bell, Antonio Brown makes it impossible for you to throw eight men in the box every every play to stop Brown, which is what you want to do. And then Brown makes it impossible for you to double double cover every play Antonio Brown because of what he does. So well, you basically pick your poison, and it, they both think, they both feast. I think so. You've seen it not last year, but the year before. Where you could actually double Antonio Brown every every snap because Le'Veon Bell was in the backfield, yes, but the second and third wide receiver and tight end for the for the Steelers weren't that good. Martavius yeah. Bryant was suspended. Suspended. There's no Juju Smith-Schuster, so their second and third wide receiver really you weren't worried about them beating you. You weren't worried about the tight end Heath Miller. I mean, he was he was an okay tight end. Uh, ben trusted him and whatnot, but he, he wasn't anything that was going to beat you. So you could actually focus in more on Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. Where yeah, Juju. Na- now with the Steelers, you don't, you can't do that because they still have Bryant. They, they added Juju, who's f- all purposes been phenomenal. And you still got Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. So there's more offensive weapons that you actually have to focus on now than what you did two years ago with Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, Juju makes the pie bigger. He doesn't Correct. take he takes some of the share away from the others, but the pie gets bigger. And I'm saying that's what I'm saying what may happen with the Rams, but I don't think uh Gurley's Gurley's slice is gonna change. I, I think his slice change. will change. I don't think it's gonna be a huge change though. Like, so last year he had about 337 or so touches of the football. Would I be shocked or surprised if he was under 300 this year? No. And I mean, it's only 30 touches. That's two a game. So it's not like I'm predicting or saying he's going to have a huge slice of what he does taken from him. It's very, very small. But over the course of the season, you know, 37, 38, 39 less carries, 37, 38, 39 less hits to the body. So we've talked about football a lot. We talked football more than I thought we would. (laughs) Uh, And then we put a shout on the app for questions. And when I looked before, there were like seven questions. And they were basically all just, you know, why do you agree to come on? And I looked back and there's 58 comments. So... (laughs) So we got some app user questions. I'll we'll throw them. We'll go through them real quick because most of them are from uh, from the third mic. So yeah, he crashed the app for me. I can't <laughs> I can't scroll above the question where he asks what I would want to change about the app, which at this point would be for it not to crash when I try to scroll above <laughs> that question. So that answers that one. Yes. All right. So we'll go through with the with the user questions real quick. Uh, we've been. Recording a little over an hour and fifteen minutes now, so we'll uh, we're gonna do this quick. We'll, we'll 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 expand on some of them, but not all of them. Um, the first question is why? Man, these millennials. <laughs> I was thinking more like these retards, but okay. <laughs> well, so the second question and the third question is why? Yeah, I, I, no, why? I I just in generalized all those questions. Why is one question? Hmm. Uh Next one will say, who would the Browns take with the first pick? I actually think they take Mayfield. I hate you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> are you aware 
<laughs> you can get into heaven by giving your life to Christ. <laughs> yeah, that's that's some terrible theology right there. <laughs> uh, listen, I just read the questions. Uh, you asked see. yourself, "Why did you agree to do this?" Yep. Yeah, I. I He's regretting I've it. Been, at this I've point. been asking myself. <laughs> at least for the last hour and fifteen minutes. Exactly. Uh, what do you think about the because I was inverted ban? There's a ban? Ex- exactly. Who? Exactly. Okay. Well, I guess one of the Centaur guys got banned from the app. They, they, they kicked them off. Do they just Top Gun like soundtrack music? or? I don't know. Listen, if you're going to bully people, and I know a little bit of the, the background on, on him getting banned, if you're going to bully people and you're going to threaten people in private messages, and you're going to send them dick pics in private messages, you deserve not to be on the app. I'll just leave it at that. Oh, he was banned. I see. I, yes. I don't know anything about it. I stay out of the drama. Yeah, same here. I only know because I, I'm in a league with somebody that he was doing that stuff to. Why didn't I get the dick pics? Uh, he could have emailed them to us at bftgpodcast.gmail.com, but he didn't listen, so we didn't know. We didn't. We asked for those things. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. and I have been... Uh, we we've been separated. We've been seeing other apps. So. <laughs> uh, third Mike wants to know what was the best day of your life? Best day of my life. Is it when you met when you met your imaginary six? <laughs> uh, actually, she's a, a nine. I said. I think and I think you actually said eight. Eight or nine? Yes. You yes, said eight I to did. nine. So eight to nine. She's yeah. an eight point five. Um, we'll meet in the middle. It would probably either when we got uh, married or or the birth of our children, but those are two days, but I, I don't think I could pick. I'll say the birth of my kids was my best day. You can't. Yeah. There's two days there. I said kids. You, you didn't have them at the same day. They were equally. You can't. They you, were equal. I'll take one, half of the one day and half of the other one day. day. We'll take one one day. day. Okay. So do you have a boy or do you have uh, two boys, two girls or a boy and a girl? Uh, a five-year-old boy and a almost year and a half girl. Okay. So we all have a boy and a girl here. Nice. Let's 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 be real. Daughters yeah. and fathers have a, 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 a special bond and a special daughters hold a special spot in our heart that'll oh, never be uh yeah. that'll never be replaced with anything. So it was the birth of your daughters. Yeah. Jason's looking at me like I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know my daughter. No, I I honestly I'm gonna say my wedding day only because like I could have more kids. See, I can't. So anyway, but I'm uh, fat, but I'm fat now, so I don't think I get another hot wife. And you're losing the weight. Keep it up, buddy. Uh, <laughs> um, if now, you go back in time, no, we're wait, moving so to the next he's question. Got a, he's got a five year old. I, I have to ask because I ask everybody. Oh, God. How old is? How tall is your five year old? Not as as tall as yours. Uh, Jason's is about, an ogre. I haven't measured him lately. About forty forty two inches. All he's right. getting tall. All right, my, mine's like it in the fifties now. Yeah, like I said, an ogre. I have a picture of my, so I have a picture of my eleven-year-old daughter and my five-year-old son standing next to my seventeen-year-old niece, and my daughter is basically the same height, and my son is catching them both. So what he's telling us is his seventeen-year-old niece is short. Very, very short. You need to stop giving your children steroids. <laughs> but then it's, how it's, it's all it's everything in those chicken nuggets that you give it, them. It is. That's exactly yeah. what it is. It's the processed <laughs> chicken. It's that growth hormone. All right. All right. If you could go back in time and save one person in history from an untimely death, who would it be? Oh, man. 
That's a hard one. Untimely death. Yep. I'd say Jesus Christ, but he did it himself. So, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Untimely. Who died untimely? I'm going to go Abraham Lincoln. Let's go with it. I was about to say Abraham Lincoln, man. <laughs> we can agree. Yeah, I agree. Why not? So I was going to say been like, interesting to see how uh, that sucks. I was going to say Lincoln. Went. So we can all agree, Lincoln. Uh, maybe Kennedy. Moving on. Uh, yeah. Favorite Mortal Kombat player to play as? Mortal Kombat player? See, <laughs> yeah. I was more of a Killer Instinct guy. I was a Street Fighter guy. Uh, that was pretty good too. Sub Zero. Um, yeah, I was going to say the, the the Frozen guys. That his name Sub Zero. Sub Zero. Yeah. Okay. Uh, why hasn't went past the moon? Questions yet? We don't know. Maybe it, don't have, he's on, he's they don't on have, Hawaiian time. I said they don't have Wi-Fi in Hawaii. They're worried about being bombed. There's all types of reasons why he hasn't. What are you generally aware of? Can you rearrange the previous sentence so it is grammatically correct? Generally, what are you aware of? Correct. I can do it. Correct. Like you would know. I would know. I was an English major. Right. Well, I speak the language anyway. Uh, barely. Barely. <laughs> Last thing you listened to before the podcast. Um, I believe it was another podcast. There's probably us Maybe. talking about the general car insurance. <laughs> <laughs> like right before. I didn't, I didn't think that counted as me listening, but, um, yeah, it was probably another podcast. Maybe Eat Sleep Fantasy or something like that. Nice. Or yeah. Uh, who is the most annoying person on the app? And it could be, it could be annoying. a group. Yep. The most annoying I'm going to also throw in here, it can be a group. Oh, well, uh, that's too easy. <laughs> I mean, do you really want an answer, or you, you just want me to say what you want to say? No, no, I want your opinion. I'll, uh, listen, I'll say what I want to say after. I mean, the TARs are pretty annoying, all the centaurs. Yeah, that's the most annoying group, easily. I See, I was going to yeah. say because I was inverted, but he's not allowed on the app anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I'm not on the app. You can't say me, because I'm not there. Let's just go with because I was. In, let's go with because I was inverted. We'll yep. go with that. That'll work. Uh, pineapple on the on pizza is the best. Am I right? I'm not sure about the best, but it's up there. That's what I'm talking about. Fuck pineapple on pizza. That, Bullshit. It, it belongs yep. on pizza. It absolutely does. It's a legit yeah. topping. It's a top five topping. Pineapple, ham, and green pepper. That is awesome. Add a little bacon, bacon and sausage. Oh, you don't like wonderful. bacon on pizzas. You've even said that. I, I like it with pineapple. I do. I like bacon on my pizza with pineapple. I can't just have a bacon pizza though. Sweet and salty. Yep. See, I do. I do bacon and onion. I, that, I that don't like onion. That would be my. That's my favorite. Yeah. All right. So, real quick, I'm going to sidebar on this one. Uh, I'll ask each of you, then I'll give you mine. Uh, Josh's guess. He goes first. If you're drafting pizza toppings, what's your first five picks? First five. Do they have to be in any particular order? In the order you would want them on your pizza. Hmm. Uh, we'll go bacon, ham, sausage, pineapple. I'll throw a little green in there, green pepper. Nice. All right, so we're assuming it comes with sauce and cheese. We're assuming sauce and cheese are yes. not toppings, yes. right? Yes, because okay. you order plain pizza, it comes with sauce and cheese. All right, so I'm going bacon, sausage, onion, pepperoni, mushroom. Ugh, that's terrible. But that's your opinion. I'm just not a fan of mushroom and onion. <laughs> uh, I can do the mushroom. I can't do it. All right. So my top five, I'm going to go first round pick will be sausage, chicken, green pepper, pineapple, bacon. 
See, I'm not a fan of chicken on pizza. I love chicken. Well, the on problem pizza. with the chicken, it has to be, it has to be barbecue chicken. But that changes the whole. No, pizza. no, 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 no. I will eat chicken with red sauce. It doesn't have to be the chicken. Strips, it doesn't have to be barbecue. Uh, those it's like, grilled chicken. Those grilled chicken. Not chicken strips, but grilled just chicken grilled strips chicken. are gross on pizza. Just gross. So when, like, when I was at, they dry out. When I worked at Domino's, their grilled chicken, a, it was never dry. It was always kept in a cooler, and it was always fresh. So it was good chicken. Pro tip, just a tip. Domino's pizza has got good grilled chicken. Domino's barely do not has, do not Domino's order barely the, has good pizza. Do not, not order the steak from them though. The steak is terrible. Steakums. Oh, it's terrible. I've seen that shit like like green. And like, oh yeah, that's fresh. I'm like, yeah, I'm not eating that shit. <laughs> that, that, just pro tip. Been there, done that. All right. Uh, next question, Jason, because I lost where I was at. <laughs> oh, here I am. I'm back. Uh, what is one improvement that you would make to the app if you could? To to not randomly close itself. Uh, mine is when you back out to go check the internet and then you log back in on something and it kicks you right to the main page. That's annoying as fuck. Right, I'd like if it kept your spot. Or, so you're trying to make a post and you want to look something up. Yeah, somebody's asking you a question, you got to look it up, and then you got to find back where you were at because it kicked you out of the chat or the, the shout you were in. But I, you know, it used to be it even would keep like half the shit you typed. Not yeah. only did you, not only do you the- lose your spot, but like everything you type. So you have to basically copy everything you've already typed up. And then refind your spot and then paste what you just read. Yep. It sucks. That's super stupid. annoying. They're supposed to fix it, but they're supposed to fix a lot of things with that app. So what's the best thing about the app? Best thing about the app is the chats. I mean, that's the only that's the only good thing really at this point. Yeah, I agree. They did bring back some some memes, but they need to get rid of all the text you can put under a post. Yeah, I don't so I I'm torn on that because like when we do our toys for Todd stuff, I like to, you know, Type a loop a lot of stuff about it, so well, I, I kind of like that. But it shouldn't be on the main. It's killed the main. Yeah, no, that's true. And they should have a, a a limit on how much you can type in, because right now you can put unlimited. Yeah, that'd be compromised. So, all right. So, what is the one thing you say or do all the time that pisses you off? Actually, no, that was it. Actually, oh, okay. <laughs> actually, um. Who could run the furthest without getting tired on here? And I'm assuming he's talking about us three. And I'm going to say right oh now, my. it's probably not me. I'm sure it's not me either. I know. I've been running again lately, playing some uh, Ultimate Frisbee. So, Are you... You know we're sponsored by an Ultimate Frisbee League. I, I, I did see that. I did see you're, that. You're, you're not a member of the... Hold on. I've got the notes right here. Uh, Northern the Northern Trump Neck League. Ultimate Frisbee League. You're not a member of that league, are you? No, I'm oh, not. Oh, you should be. I should, you should be. Everybody. <laughs> it's a long drive for me. Uh, <laughs> Everybody. Listen, we're honorary members from Florida, so, uh, you know, they're getting wristbands and they're going to be sponsored by Duke's Mayonnaise. <laughs> Maybe Duke's will fly you back and forth. <laughs> they have a plane? Duke's has a plane for sure. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my. Be, <sighs> being the number two or three, I don't know what I have to look it up, but like the number two mayonnaise in the world. I think it's number three. I think it's Hellman's and Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip is not mayo. It Miracle is a, Whip is a mayonnaise. No, Miracle Whip is not a mayonnaise. It's a goddamn abomination to this fucking planet. It is Miracle a Whip is the most dis- 
disgusting if thing. If I'm drafting mayonnaise, number 1.1 is Miracle Whip. Every time, hands down. No you doubt. You are the Cleveland Brown of mayonnaise. I don't care. It is phenomenal. Josh, Miracle Whip, go. No, thanks. Yes. I lose this one. You do. I don't care. I had Miracle Whip on my smoked turkey tonight. You'll, you'll lose it every I time. Don't, I don't despise it, but if I can just have regular mayonnaise, then... Oh, I, I like the Miracle yeah. Whip. Redraft League 1.1, 1. 1, who are you drafting first overall? Redraft? Uh, it's still Le'Veon Bell for me. Correct. Uh, nope. Who's who's your 1.1, 1. 1, Jason? Not Le'Veon Bell. Okay. I, I haven't given a lot of thought to who actually is 1.1. 1. 1. It's just not going to be Le'Veon Bell. So my, my opinion is he's he's been used way too much in the last few years, and now he's disgruntled. Um. He's been overused, and the the amount he's been overused. So you're you predi- back, you're predicting injury then. I'm predicting a huge drop off in production. I don't see it. I I don't think that has an effect in just the middle of the game play by play. No. I know. Yeah. These I, guys I, can't be wired that way. When no. they're actually, maybe he's thinking about it, but once he gets on the field, it's he has it's. To. It's all go. No, I just think his body's worn out, and I don't think I don't he's going to be as effective oh, I don't this year. Yet, no. no, not yet. He's, he's had lots of breaks. He's got two or three more years. <laughs> he's had lots of breaks. He's got two or three more years before before you see any type of a decline with him. What do you want for Brandon Cooks and FFB Dynasty? I feel like that's a shot at me. I have a feeling it's more than Eli Manning. <laughs> How would C Knight know you made the offer? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know, but I feel like that was a, a shot at me somehow. It can't be, but I, I, listen, know, if I you think believe he in, actually was trying to get him for me earlier. If you believe in coincidences, fine. But I'm, I'm I don't, so I believe that's a shot at me. Was that right after news broke though? Uh it was three okay. hours ago, so it might have been. Yeah, I bet that was it. I okay. bet it had just broken. All right, well get in line, Chris. Get in line. <laughs> <laughs> we know what I say no to. <laughs> yeah. It's going to cost more than Eli Manning or Chris Hogan and uh, Matt Collins. I'll tell you that now. Uh, let me see. I'm looking for the next one. Uh, Derek Henry, the worst second round draft pick in a super flex dynasty that you have ever seen. Again, I feel this is a shot at Th- me. That was definitely a shot at you. See, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, I think he's taking shots at me at this moment. Okay. Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> this one I actually like better, better RB talent, Nick Chubb or Sonny Michelle. I mean, like I said, I'm no expert, but it seemed like uh, the only issues people had with Chubb were a bit of question about his receiving and then his, his health. And he seemed to prove a lot of that at the combine. So I would take Chubb. I would go Sonny Michelle. Jason. I think I'm taking Chubb. Okay. Uh, I'll stick- I admit I have not looked into uh, Michelle quite as much as some of the others, so I might change that. I, I don't know. I, I, I like the, the pass-catching ability with Michelle. I like that a lot better than I like Chubbs. Uh, so I lost my app closed. That's fine. I got one question left, and that's it. Okay, good, because I can't find the questions now. That's fine. Uh, it's the last one on here. It's also from CK Knight. Uh, have you ever shit your pants? If yes, explain. If no, quit lying. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, uh, usually it's when you're sick, though, right? Or, I mean, I don't, I don't think that just happens under normal circumstances. What if you're drunk? Um, I don't, I don't get drunk like that. So, 
Jason? Uh, in the hospital was like the worst time I've ever shit my pants. I was mm. in the hospital for a stomach bug anyway. Like I'd been throwing up to the point where like I couldn't keep water down. So like I was super dehydrated. Um, and it had gone, it was right after my son was born. My wife got it, uh, while she was in the hospital and then I got it. So I had to, I took my son over to my parents' house and they had to watch him cause I was in the hospital for like three days with it, but I was in the emergency room. I couldn't keep water down. I couldn't keep anything down. Like I'm just like begging to die at this point. My stomach's so bad. And uh, I trusted a fart and it was super weird. <laughs> Yeah. For, first, first rule: never trust the fart. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a couple of years ago. I was I had a stomach bug, uh, at least GI, and I it's just down the hall from my office, but I I couldn't make it in time. <laughs> so I, I have shit myself. I am not embarrassed to say it. I was completely drunk. Uh, this was quite a long time ago. And not only did I shit myself, I shit myself in the back seat of my car, got out the vehicle when, when my now wife pulled over and I continued to shit in front of a sign at the entrance of a neighborhood. And we came back by there like two or three days later and the, the newspaper that I had used that night for toilet paper was still stuck to the ground right in front of the sign. <laughs> So. so the worst shitting I've ever been a part of, uh, my wife and I photograph weddings, and the groom and his groomsmen got so drunk before the wedding that the groom shit himself before the wedding oh. in his rental tux pants. <laughs> That's so, terrible. So some of the bridesmaids had to go to the rental tux place last minute to try and g- to get him a replacement pair of pants. So, so now the world needs to know. Were they successful? They actually were successful. Okay. They were able to get them some replacement pants, um, rushed back in time, and just barely got there before the wedding was supposed to start. See, uh, this this is why you make sure at least one of the groomsmen are, is, the, is the same size as you. Yes, yes. See, see that doesn't work either, though, because what are you going to do? Have one of the groomsmen standing they up can there sit in his out, boxers? Take one for the team. Listen, he's not getting married. He can, yeah. he can be benched. He absolutely, listen, it doesn't even matter if it's the best man. You're the one getting married. If you shit your pants on your wedding day, dude's taking one for the team at this point. I'm just saying, so these guys, these guys were lucky they didn't shit their pants too. But this guy full on, I'm sure that bill was expensive to to clean them pants. Like, <sighs> diarrhea squirted, like, the whole back. I don't even know how he cleaned himself up. Besides the fact that I... It, the hotel we were at, even though they weren't really staying there, probably let him use a room to clean himself up. But this dude was a giant. I got pictures of him in his boxers waiting for new pants because we were photographers and that's what we were doing. That's fantastic. But uh, talk about an embarrassed bride. There's one for the photo album. Yep. And you know what? He the the he probably we gave him a copy of that one, like him holding a beat. So he it's not like he shit himself and was so embarrassed he stopped himself drinking like in the picture of him in his boxers he's holding a beer <laughs> <laughs> having not learned from his mistake oops that's funny i don't care who you are that's funny so that was the worst uh that was the shitting story i've been involved with that was the worst one 
So anyway, so that's our apps from or that's our apps. That's, <laughs> that's our, our apps from the app store. <laughs> that's our apps from the questions. If you want. <laughs> Uh, you can tell I'm tired. Yep. Um, that's that's the the question answer portion, uh, also known as more BSing. So, um, did you have anything else, George? You want to talk to Josh about? It's almost been two hours now. It's getting close. It's yeah. been an hour and forty minutes. So, what are you doing for the draft? What's the plans? You got any plans? No, I don't have any plans. Um, like I said. You want to come I'm probably hang out with not us? gonna not gonna tune in until like halfway through and then I fucking hate see what you. the Patriots did. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> Listen, the Patriots might not even have any first round draft picks. Okay, they might trade them both to fucking the Giants for Odell Beckham Jr. Good, I get to go to bed early that night. Then, <laughs> Could you imagine though if the Patriots had if the Patriots uh, or if the Giants had three first round picks, that would be Madden. No, because. It's- they're spread out. It's like you'd have one at the front, one in the middle, and one at the end as far as first I mean, goes. It would be good for them long term, but I mean, what are you going to get that's going to pay off as much as Beckham, Beckham in the yeah. short term? If if you were the Giants, would you trade Odell Beckham if you were the GM? Well, no, because not only is it pay not paying off in the short term, it's not like he's old. No. He's, he, he's still young enough you can rebuild with him there. He wants quarterback money, though. That's the only. So that's the only they, argument they have. For, the, they have the cap space to give him that money. That's the only argument against him is is he wants quarterback money and listen, uh, all wide receivers going forward are going to want quarterback money. So it is what it is. But and yeah. none of them will get it. Yeah, none of them will. Well, uh, so they can keep wanting it. Evans Evans got um, Mike Glennon money. Or just about got Mike Glennon money. Just about. He didn't. <laughs> we said quarterback he, money. He didn't quite get quarterback money. Listen. Mike Glennon got eighteen million dollars last year. Good for him. I'm listen. I'm I'm happy for the not man. Quarterback. Uh, say that again. But he's not an NFL quarterback. He's not. Well, <laughs> he's absolutely not. So, so he still didn't get quarterback money. Uh, he did get a quarterback. Mo- listen, eighteen million dollars is quarterback money, at least currently. Whether he plays that position, he's a bench warmer, but he got quarterback money. Yeah, well, all the money is going to go up. So, and I think we we're seeing a little bit of that. Yeah, we are. So, so. one one last question. This was something uh, we talked about on our last podcast, I believe. Uh, what do you think about NFL players getting fully guaranteed contracts? Thanks to Kirk Cousins with his being fully guaranteed. You think that's something that should, we should see more of, or oh, that's just going to happen in the market? Yeah, I don't see it being. Something that regularly happens except for big name free agents like Cousins. I mean, it, it needs everything to line up right where the, the Vikings had the, the money and the cap and they had the need and they were willing to go that extra step but, to get him. But do you think the players should get full and guaranteed contracts or? Should they get it? You know, yeah. I, I don't um, just because it's hard. I don't see that ever happening realistically, but also don't think it's something that necessarily has to happen. I think there is a compromise there somewhere where injury and so on, you still get a, a percentage or something like that. Yeah. I, I think there's a middle ground that they, they can arrive at. I think there's there needs to either be a middle ground or I think that they need to have fully guaranteed contracts. And if you do fully guaranteed contracts, 
you'll see the the amount that the players make will come down. Yeah. Because the teams will be 100% responsible to actually pay them what they sign them for. And you won't see nearly as many four or five year deals. You'll, you'll see a lot more two and three, three year deals to where they're more, the length is more team friendly than, than anything. Well, so one thing I'd like to see, so like with Le'Veon Bell, I, I don't like that they can franchise tag him again this year. I think, I think they are fucking Le'Veon Bell. In a big way. In a, in a way, yes. In a way, in a way they are. In a way they're not, though. So yeah, in the, in the way that they are is yeah, you're you're making it so his future is not guaranteed money. If he goes out there and blows out his knee and has something happen to him, like what happened to Teddy Bridgewater, you know he's down for you know two seasons. When he comes back, he'll never make close to what he was worth before the injury. But the same yeah, that's t- where there needs to be yeah something in place behind it. Agreed, but at the same time, by them con- uh, franchise tagging him a second year in a row, the amount of money that he gets because of that franchise tag, I think it goes up so much. But still, if he were to sign a deal with any other team, he would get double to triple the guaranteed money he's getting just Maybe. in this one year. At Maybe. least double. I would say at least double. He's at least getting 30-some-odd million dollars over spread over a few Possibly, years. Yeah. So in any situation a player would take thirty guaranteed in four years compared to sixteen and one because you're only guaranteed this one and he like you said he could blow out his knee and never play football again. Uh so I don't like that he I don't like that they did especially and listen, if they did this to a lesser player or if they did this when they as a responsible team to that player but they use him a shit ton, and the they're also paying him a shit ton. But they use him more than any team, any other team uses any other player, and they are paying him more than anybody else at his position. But that's the, again, uh, not by a massive amount compared to some of. The, I don't it's, think right, it's, but it's still the he, he's the highest paid player at the position. Uh, again, I don't. I, he would give that up in a heartbeat to get a longer sure term would. deal. I'm sure anybody and in their so right mind would. So if if it was if it was another team who had a running back by committee and they franchise tagged him, fine. But they use him irresponsibly. And they don't use him irresponsibly. I com- and and this is why I'm going to say they use him irresponsibly. When he was out a couple years ago with his suspension, who was his backup? Uh, Damian Williams. Was it? It's not Damian Williams. It was something Williams, right? Um, I thought it was Damian. Well, there Williams. was no. They had True Font and um, Red no, something. No, no yeah, they had the guy who was with uh, and with cut the this out with the Panthers. It's not. Is it not Damian though? Is it? It was Jonathan it, Stewart and Damian Williams was the was the Panthers running back. Is it Damian? Sa- I believe I don't it think is. It's Damian Williams. No, because Damian is the running back from the Dolphins, right? No, they're back up. No, okay, yes. Whatever. Well, he was, but he was, he's but he's not anymore. Right. With the Chiefs now? Yep. So anyway, so they had D'Angelo Williams, and D'Angelo Williams, by all accounts, ran like a goddamn maniac when Le'Veon Bell was gone. Mm -hmm. And everybody who in fantasy was like, well, you know, when Le'Veon Bell comes back, D'Angelo Williams is still going to get his because he's running like a goddamn stud. You know what they did when when Le'Veon Bell came back? Put him right back on the bench. And never fucking used him again. They didn't need to. But again... If you have a player who's signed to a long-term deal, you don't run your player into the ground 
when you give him a one-year deal and you know you're not responsible for him the next year, you run him or hand him or give him the ball 400 times, unlike everybody else in the fucking league, even Gurley, who we say was used too much, was used 80 less times in the season than than Le'Veon Bell. He's on a one-year deal getting ready to get hurt, and we'll get nothing. And I think that's bullshit. You're predicting injury. I am predicting no, injury. If, if we're talking about like what needs to happen with the CBA and so on, I agree. I think either you need to get rid of the franchise and make it so that the the team and the, the it's not a good answer for anyone because you'd almost have to make it that the player has to sign with his old team as long as they match the best offer or something like that. You know what I mean? Right. Listen, I'd he'd be... have to get a better offer somewhere else. So that would be the only alternative. You have to give the old team. The Matching rights, right? And so basically, now everyone's a restricted free agent, essentially. Well, how about one player? You so instead of demarking a franchise tag, which you have one player you can do that to, you can nominate one player as restricted based on what they do have the transition tag, which often gets forgotten about. So you could you I, could kind of make the franchise tag something closer to that. You're saying where I like the fr- I like I like the franchise tag for the teams. The only thing I would change on it is, A, you can't franchise the same person two years in a row. So I don't mind, again, I don't mind a one-year franchise. I wouldn't mind it if the franchise tag could only be used on a player that you drafted. So the only way you could say somebody, this is my franchise player, was it was somebody that you drafted and they're coming off their rookie deal, for example. And you can franchise tag them then. This way it's less restrictive for, for, for all the other players. Well, so I would, I, if we were going that route, I would extend the franchise tag to somebody who was on their rookie deal, whether you drafted him or not. So if you traded for a guy, but he's still on his rookie deal, okay, fine. Because if you traded for a guy two years into his rookie deal, and then he blossoms under your your program where he was shitty under somebody else's. I can see giving that guy the franchise tag. So you're saying that the Rams would be able to franchise Brandon Cook next year, even though he was only on the team for one year. Yeah, I, I can no. see it. Cause he's not the yeah, franchise. I'm, fine, player. With, I'm Listen, fine with that though. I, I'm I actually, think they just, I'm okay with a franchise tag for one year, a one year franchise tag, but I don't want to see what, like what I think is happening with Le'Veon Bell they have no intentions really of giving him a market value long-term deal. Redskins did the same thing with Kirk Cousins and you had no problem with it. No, I do. I, I thought he would he shouldn't have been franchised for the second year either. Like I, I, I didn't say anything about it, but it's also a very different position where it doesn't matter. It's the exact same thing. Quarterbacks though. good quarterbacks and good running backs have a way different shelf life. A good quarterback what, what should added, last a long time, but either way, but you're not taking the you're not taking your starting quarterback out for a play here or a play there or sitting him down for a couple of plays so the backup can come in and give him a break. The quarterback's not getting hit every chance that he gets handed the ball either. Depending on what team you play for, that's not necessarily <laughs> true. But no, so I, but I do I I still think franchising a player two years in a row. I don't care who it is or what it for what reason I. I, I'm not a fan of them doing it for Kirk Cousins either. The reason I don't like it for Bell is because of how they use him. So I don't like it. And again, they I use don't Kirk like Cousins for every snap. I don't like it for Kirk Cousins either. But they didn't 
like Kirk Cousins isn't didn't take the most snaps in the league this year, or didn't take it. He in, took the most snaps on his team. He didn't take the inordinate amount of snaps for his position. Same thing with a historically a historically it. high number of snaps for his position. Most offensive linemen play every every snap. What I'm saying is, and it's like a car Le'Veon, crash every snap. What I'm saying so is, it's just as brutal on their body. What I'm saying is, the second most carries or plays that a, a person was handed or thrown the ball to is 80 out of 400. He took like what a fourth more snaps than or more times he touched the ball a fourth of more times than any other running back or any other player at his position. That's where I have a problem with it in a position where your body breaks down faster than pretty much any other one. Except for the lineman. So I don't know. Lineman. It's like a car crash every single play. Yeah, but those guys last for a long time anyway. It doesn't matter. But, their bodies are bigger than their running backs. But regardless, I'm not for the – and we we were supposed to be short on this. But regardless, <laughs> I, I'm not for the franchise tag twice. I don't care what the position. I just think it's more pronounced because of the way it is. It's a superstar in Le'Veon Bell, I, I, and they I use think, him. I think if you're going to have an issue with the tag, it, it shouldn't matter the position at all. Well, I'm saying especially well, because again, it's Le'Veon Bell and he's a running back – and the way that they used him. No, I just think that's it, all is completely I think it irrelevant. Just, I think it just highlights the idea of why the franchise tag the second year is bad. And and Josh, it, you want to get in on this? You need to get to exactly why that is a bad thing and solve that. So incentivize the teams to not want to do that. If a if a player on franchise tag gets goes on the IR, right, you have to pay him that same amount the following year unless he signed somewhere else instead. I'm down with that. I'm take away that. the incentive. Take away, take away, like you're saying, they were just able to abuse him and then throw him away if he got injured or tag again if he survives, right? So take that away. So what you're saying is do the franchise tag, but make it the second year of a franchise tag automatically guaranteed right. at X and amount at time, unless, take the, um, unless the player the franchise signs. tag away from them. I yeah. mean, they still have to use it on him if he's the one, but you don't have to use it on an injured player, I'm saying. Yeah. So, and, but he and gets that money. I would be fine with them just doing away with the franchise tag in general. And it goes against the cap? Because it's not... Yes, yes, because it needs to be a real incentive. So, right. It's then in their interest to sign him for two years and spread it out. Give him a real contract. See, yep. I'm down. This I like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I do too. I, and I would be perfectly fine with just, in general, doing away with the franchise tag. And no other sport can you franchise tag a player. You can't do it in basketball. You can't do it in baseball. You can't do it in hockey. You can't do it in any other sport. So take sure. that take that power from the team and allow these guys, hey, okay, you played out your contract. Now you're a free agent. You can go sign someplace else if you want. And it, 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 that also incentivizes the team to start working on these deals and not having to be able to franchise tag these guys. Yeah, start working last minute and then go, oh shit, we can't do it franchise. Yep. Yeah, that always irritates me. So, but all right, well, uh, I think we killed this. This was a pretty good show. Yeah, I think it's it's we uh, just solved the NFL. <laughs> Listen, I, I think I think we should all put our money together. NFL fans, you're welcome. And and try to find some people with a lot more money than us, and we should all go in and buy a team. We'd have to we'd have to buy a cheap team though. We could buy a cheap team. We've heard of that uh, fan controlled football league. Yep. Yeah, there you go. There we go. We're gonna go buy a fan controlled football league team. <laughs> we'll show them how to do it. 
Hey, hey, think we can get in on the XFL? No, you know we can- <laughs> Alliance, Alliance. You know we we can can we name our team the No Neck Football Team? The Northern Neck team <laughs> The Northern Neck Ultimate Football Team. Sponsored by. So dudes. they're giving you money, or or what is that for the charity? Though, yeah, uh, I gotta get with uh, SBT like 1060, I think it is, or something like that. I gotta get with Sam, and uh, uh, okay. he our, our our account's now open, so he owes us twenty bucks for uh, Toys for Tots. Yeah. Oh, listen. Well, he, he doesn't know. He owes us five. He said he would do twenty. Yeah. Uh, I want I want to make it clear. He doesn't owe us twenty bucks. He owes us five. That was the that was the that's what he's contractually obligated to pay, but. He said he would do twenty. We've said for a long time we'd basically say whatever you want for five bucks on here. Yeah, if you- if, if I launch a podcast or anything like that, I'm just gonna give you guys five bucks to. Oh, so know, the first one's free because because we've had you on so and we'll you're a friend. Do, yep. Yeah, so we'll do the first one free, and then if you like what you hear, yeah, you know. And we'll say whatever you want. So you just give us a little. Uh, we so he told us what he wanted us to add in there, and then we just kind of like rolled with it. So, you know, tell us what you want us, the points you want us to hit, and then we'll, uh, we'll ad lib. We'll make some, uh, we'll be like, you know, I remember the first time I listened to X amount, whatever the podcast is, back when I was 11. And then George would be like, <laughs> this is like the first, this is like the first episode. Like, it oh. can't be worse than like buying a star or something like that. No, absolutely no. not. No, listen. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I don't and it's understand. It's cheaper. I don't understand why more people haven't just spent five bucks to say, have us say <laughs> stupid shit. Either. And make make people say. Because like, listen, listen. We will totally cuss somebody out for you. I mean, that's no problem. <laughs> so listen, I think I think Sam basically did it because he wanted to show his buddies that some podcast that people actually, some people actually listen to. 7.5. Seven and a half listeners. But it's actually on the internet where like you can go and download it. Like actually talked about his league and the inside jokes of his league like so he literally spent the little bit of money just so he could laugh with his buddies about the fact that we were talking about his league um so but like you could literally have a say anything for any reason uh i won't say the racist stuff but as we've talked about george with his sheets and his tiki bar tiki torch uh you could probably get him to say whatever you want yeah <sighs> One of this pen works. Should we find out? <laughs> so anyway, um, so I, like I said, I don't understand why more people haven't haven't asked, to given us five bucks to say some stupid shit. But whatever he did, it was awesome. I, I will get right on that. Writing some <laughs> stupid crap for you guys to say. Okay, every uh, and we will open the show with it. Five bucks. Yep, we're cheap until until the demand is greater. <laughs> <laughs> like it's gonna be hard with the we gotta go with laws of supply and demand okay <laughs> so when have like the first 60 minutes of the podcast is just live reads 20 different live reads. <laughs> i'm not above doing that listen we what we would do is we'd cut them in throughout the show <laughs> i know I'd, I'd put them all up front and i'd make them amusing like we'd tell little stories around each one and that just would be the show that week <laughs> <laughs> all commercial no show uh, we'd, uh, have sold out. we'd have one we'd have one section of show in the middle and then right back to the commercials <laughs> most people most people listen to podcasts to get away from the commercials not ours you listen to ours for the commercials 
commercials in podcasts really annoy me for some reason. And me listen, too. I know people have to pay like their server fees. We don't get... know what that's like, though. No, but I have no <laughs> idea what that feels like. So I really hate listening to commercials during like, a show. When they cut in like right in the middle, like, we'll be right back. Right. And then it's like, yeah. then I have to get my phone out and hit the 15 second forward button. And My favorite is, is next we're going to talk about this. But first, let me tell you about this. Yeah. <laughs> and they oh, go into a live read like that. And then oh. it's some bullshit like. Like a mattress. Or, or a pillow. Or like a toothbrush. <laughs> or a couch. Yeah. <laughs> a couch. My favorites are like the toothbrush. The, the A lot of the ones I've been listening to lately are about this like oh, yeah. this toothbrush that has like some kind of pulsing technology that like it pulses and lets you know when you're supposed to switch side of your mouth. And, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm not fucking ignorant. I know how to brush my teeth. I've been doing it a while. I don't need a freaking toothbrush to remind me to switch sides. I'm not sitting there in my bathroom now going, right side, right. Did I do the left side? You know, if I forget that I did the left side, you know what I go ahead and do? The I just go ahead again. and redo the left side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my five-year-old can do that with his right. little hourglass. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I, hourglass. I don't need a special prod- product, and I definitely don't need my podcast. This this toothbrush sings a song, so you know when you're done. When you're done. <laughs> oh, fucking podcast ads. Uh, the only thing worse is podcast bracelets. The only... So the only thing I can even say is worth it as a podcast ad is the Northern Neck Ultimate Frisbee League. If you haven't gone out and watched these guys play, you need to go out and catch the Northern Neck Ultimate Frisbee League. It's the only commercial I can stand. (laughs) (laughs) Cha-ching. Cha-ching. And listen, we charged him five bucks. He offered us 20, and we've talked about him on like three or four shows just because. (laughs) He's so, the only one who's ever paid us. So our early our early sponsors will get a lot of free advertisement. He's getting his money's worth. For oh, sure. Absolutely. So real quick, I just want to give a, a quick shout out to, and I'm looking it up right now, the winner of the Torch for Tots uh, charity NCAA bracket. Uh, that's going to our boy Ski, uh, Brent Ski from the Fantasy Life app. Um he selected Villanova to win it all. As we all know, they did. He scored the most points at 1,060. So I believe I owe him $75. So Ski, congratulations on uh, your victory there. And I'll be reaching out to you here in a little bit to, to find out where I can send you this money. And for taxes and legal purposes, or uh, for purposes. taxes and re- legal purposes, by $75, we mean potatoes. <laughs> Getting 75 potatoes. Well, so that sound means that George's wife is home and his dogs are barking. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to ask if you can hear the dogs barking in the background. If and you can't, here, let me help you. So, you know, I was uh, I was just going to get into George deleting his Facebook page, or d- his Facebook account, but I guess we'll talk about that later. Yeah. So He'll be back on Facebook by the time this comes out. In a month. Let's go ahead and wrap this up so I can shut the dogs up and, and you got to go get something to eat. All right, Josh, uh... Do you want to plug yourself? Uh, no, I don't. I don't <laughs> usually do that. If you want to catch Josh on the Fantasy Life app, he's at Generally Aware. And on Twitter, he's at Generally underscore Aware. He's about that underscore life. And then, uh, did you, uh, you do you still do writing for Clock Dodgers? Uh, probably, yeah. I did uh, a column called Signing the Waiver on Clock Dodgers where I picked out a lot of uh, 
under 30% owned kind of deep dive, deep start, home run, dice rolls. Good, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say at this point it's just a uh, just like a test of will. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time I've heard you guys. I know, I know, I know. We we try to get everybody though. <laughs> All right. Um, so if you want to catch me, I'm at Doctor Mill on the Fancy Life app. I'm at Geo. Uh, you can reach us on our Gmail account. It's bftgpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at bftgpod. You can go to our website www.bftgpodcast.com. Go to iTunes, hit the subscribe button, leave us a quick little review. Uh, we're on Stitcher, we're on Podbean, wherever you can find podcasts. We're probably not at all of them, but we're at most of them. And and if we're not there, fucking pick one of the big ones. Yeah. Stop. E- email email Jason. Send him a dick pic and tell him which one he's not on. Yeah, absolutely. I will take as many dick pics as I can get so I can share them with George and we can laugh at their size. Whatever podcast you're listening to right now it's probably there probably probably yes and uh thank you for taking a break from your daily grind <laughs>